So welcome to our podcast on A Course in Miracles. And today we have Sandra Ray reading something from the text. It's chapter 13, section 3, The Fear of Redemption. You may wonder why it's so crucial that you look upon your hatred and realize its full extent. That's a powerful statement. (laughs) You may also think that it would be easy enough for the Holy Spirit to show it to you and to dispel it without the need for you to raise it to awareness yourself. Yeah, you have to look at it yourself. Yet there is one more obstacle you have interposed between yourself and the atonement. We have said that no one will countenance fear if he recognizes it. What does that mean? No one will countenance fear. Look upon it or be be showing fear. Yeah. Yet in your disordered state of mind, you are not afraid of fear. You do not like it, but it is not your desire to attack that that really frightens you. You are not seriously disturbed by your hostility. Wow, in other words... You're not disturbed by your fear or your hostility. You keep it hidden because you are more afraid of what it covers. You could look even upon the ego's darkest cornerstone without fear if you did not believe that without the ego, you would find within yourself something you fear even more. That's a long sentence. You could look even upon the ego's darkest cornerstone without fear if... You did not believe that without the ego you would find within yourself something you'd fear even more. In other words, if we gave up the ego, we think there's something even more fearful below that? Yeah. You are not really afraid of the crucifixion. Your real terror is of the redemption. Yeah, okay. Wow. So, you know, it's interesting. We've been watching this uh, Ken Burns documentary on the Roosevelt's mm-hmm. and you know when the depression first started and FDR had just become the president he gave that famous speech where he said the only thing to fear is fear itself so this is kind of like saying the same thing that we're we're addicted to the fear because we think if we give it up, there's something underneath it that's even more fearful. Yeah. Isn't that what it's saying? Yeah, that's what it's saying. And, you're and, right. and it's, I think, you know, this belief in guilt and punishment is underneath the fear. Or this, I'm sure in the Depression, people just felt hopeless and that their life was just going to become more and more miserable you know so it's like that was part of the fear too what does it mean your real fear is what's redemption what's the idea of redemption well redemption is being saved from whatever that thing is that you think you're fearing so it could be a psychological issue it can be a guilt you're carrying around, uh, or, or in the case of the depression, it, it was something very practical. You know, people were losing their jobs and they didn't have 
income and they couldn't feed their families and they yeah, lost their houses so i mean there there really was a lot of lot going on that um people kind of had a right to be afraid of but um but the fear re- doesn't really help the situation is what it's saying but then uh, this line i want your help with your real terror is of redemption what is the redemption well the redemption is your salvation, salvation. or a solution, solution. or so, so we're terrified of the solution well we think you know we don't deserve it somehow on some level I mean, the the redemption is also something that would come with pure happiness, right? I guess so. Uh, I mean, you know, God's will for me is perfect happiness. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all part of the redemption. I mean, the we still have this notion from our childhood upbringing or in church where being saved has some kind of deep admission of guilt. You know, I'm not worthy to receive your blessing of salvation, but because I'm, why? Because I'm guilty, you know? Okay, the next line kind of explains it. Under the ego's dark foundation is the memory of God, and it is of this that you're afraid. We're afraid of God. Yeah. For this memory would instantly restore you to your proper place and it is this place that you have sought to leave. Well, so we've been we've been leaving the God, leaving God because of our fear of God. Yeah, and our fear of God is because we think we're going to be punished yeah, from yeah. some wrongdoing that uh, we're carrying around. You know, some guilt we're carrying around, or some guilt we've projected onto others, and then we know that's not really right. So we're expecting this retribution you know this kind of instead of redemption we're expecting retribution that God wants from us Mm. you know to pay for our sins kind of thing I listen to this line your fear of attack is nothing compared to your fear of love Mm. well that's pretty strong Mm -hmm. so everybody's afraid of God and afraid of love is what they're saying yeah because redemption you know, you ask, well, what's redemption? Well, redemption would be pure love. Yeah. You would be willing to look even upon your savage wish to kill God's son if you did not believe that it saves you from love. Hmm. That's, you would be willing to look even at your savage wish to kill God's son. In other words, the desire to murder ourselves and others. Well, and also, um, dis discount the Christ as the answer. You know, discount the Christ consciousness as the answer. So we don't ever really receive the Christ consciousness because we're afraid of it. Whatever, saves and you. so by by not embracing it, we're actually killing it. Mm. For this wish caused the separation, and you have protected it because you do not want the separation healed. 
Okay. Oh man, this is really strong, isn't it? Yeah. We don't want love, we don't want God, and we don't want the separation healed. Right, so we'd rather keep our misery because it's familiar. Oh. You realize that by removing the dark cloud that obscures it, your love for your father would impel you to answer his call and leap into heaven. So we know if we gave up all this fear, we would leap into heaven. Mm -hmm. You believe that attack is salvation. Because well, it would prevent you from usually this. attack comes in the form of, well, we all want to be right. We want to maintain our opinions. We want to uh, win the argument. We want to feel like we're on top of our destiny. And, you know, there's a lot of attack in that. So we would rather maintain all that than... Admit we don't know and give it up. Or still deeper than the ego's foundation, much stronger than it will ever be, is your intense, burning love of God and His for you. This is what you really want to hide. So we're really afraid of our extreme love for God that we have. Well, I mean, what if our love for God included admitting nothing I see means anything? Yeah. You know, so... We kind of have to surrender a thought system that we've spent our whole life building, and that really freaks us out. In honesty, is it not harder for you to say, I love, than I hate? You associate love with weakness and hatred with strength. Well, that's really screwed up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And your own real power seems to you as your weakness. Everything's backwards. For you could not control your joyous response to the call of love if you heard it, and the whole world you thought you made would vanish. So if we really experienced our love for God, then the ego would vanish and everything would change. The Holy Spirit then seems to be attacking your fortress, for you would shut out God, and he does not will to be excluded. Wow, that's a lot. You have built your whole insane belief system because you think you would be helpless in God's presence and you would save yourself from his love because you think it would crush you into nothingness. You are afraid it would sweep you away from yourself and make you little because you believe that magnitude lies in defiance and that attack is grandeur. Wow, this is really strong. You think you have made a world God would destroy, and by loving him, which you do, you would throw this world away, which you would. So if you really let yourself love God, you would let go of your ego, right? Therefore, you have used the world to cover your love, and the deeper you go into the blackness of the ego's foundation, the closer you come to the love that's hidden there, and it is this that frightens you. Well, I think the key there is seeing that we think that attack and defense and all that stuff is strength. And it's in opposition to love, which we think is weakness. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that common saying, it's people can often confuse kindness with weakness. Mm. So I think we're, 
we're afraid and then we make these defenses and then we're afraid to give up the defenses mm -hmm. not seeing that the defenses are the epitome of fear you know so we keep the the defenses but the defenses don't free us from fear they actually strengthen our fear you can accept insanity because you made it but you cannot accept love because you did not we did not make love in other words you would rather be a slave of the crucifixion than a son of God in redemption your individual death seems more valuable than your living oneness for what is given you is not so dear as what you made so we think what we made is dearer than what is given to us. You are more afraid of God than the ego, and love cannot enter where it is not welcome. But hatred can, for it enters of its own volition and cares not for yours. You must look upon your illusions and not keep them hidden, because they do not rest on their own foundation. In concealment, they appear to do so, and thus they seem to be self-sustained. This is the fundamental illusion on which the others rest, for beneath them and concealed as long as they are hidden is the loving mind that thought it made them in anger. And, in, and the pain in this mind is so apparent when it is uncovered that its need of healing cannot be denied. Not all the tricks and games you offer it can heal it, for here is the real crucifixion of God's Son. Now that paragraph is hard for me to get. The others I was pretty clear on. Well, we're walking around crucifying ourselves, yeah. uh, trying to make it seem like we're not. Mm -hmm. And this redemption, which is our biggest fear, or release, release from all of our pain and suffering and problems and misery, you know, yeah. that's that's what we don't want to let go. I mean, earlier on it said it's not it's not the hell we made up that we're afraid of, it's the heaven mm -hmm. underneath the hell that is what our real fear wants to keep us from seeing. Do not hide suffering from his sight, but bring it gladly to him. Lay before his eternal sanity all your hurt and let him heal you. Do not leave any spot of pain hidden from his light and search your mind carefully for any thoughts you may fear to uncover. For he will heal every little thought you have kept to hurt you and cleanse it of its littleness, restoring it to the magnitude of God. So you have to expose all your fears to the Holy Spirit. Well, I mean, it's like in the spiritual healing class you give you say well one of the big uh, points is the confession mm -hmm. you know first you have to find out the cause which mm -hmm. is these are the thoughts that are keeping me in this particular misery and you have to kind of own those thoughts and then you have to confess them you have to bring them to the surface and state them out loud or share them with a friend or something so this admitting that you have admitting that you are causing your own suffering yeah. basically is what it's saying mm -hmm. and that you have to use the Holy Spirit um, in the process it's 
you know, like you're saying, well, I'm, I have these thoughts, I'm sorry, I know they're the wrong thoughts, and I want to change them, and I want to heal. And you're turning it all over to the Holy Spirit. So that's part of the confession, is turning it over to the Holy Spirit. I think that's enough two pages, right? Well, it looks like it's almost, oh, I see, it goes on and on, okay. Well, what what would you conclude from this fear uh, of redemption? That you have to become aware that you are more addicted to the fear than you are to the love of God. Yeah. And, and you have to turn it over to the Holy Spirit or you'd just be stuck. And could you say that fear is also a tendency to not look? It's not, it's not to look at the thoughts that are causing your misery. Yeah. So, a lot of people are very unwilling to process themselves and look, look at their negative thoughts. Yeah. Like, they don't even want to admit they have them, but hey, they might have a whole s- section of their life that's not working. You know, so, there's this huge tendency we have to feel that we're victims of circumstances beyond our control. Um, and I think that this is one of the things this section is trying to kind of root out of us, you know, that everything that is causing your pain and suffering, you made up, and you have to look at it in order to include it in the atonement, and that is redemption. Mm -hmm. You know, to be free of your pain and suffering is to be free of your negative yeah. thoughts that caused them in the first place. Right. And that's the real redemption, wouldn't you say? Yeah, that's really a strong two pages there. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you.